Have you seen the Manti Teo documentary on Netflix yet? I watched five minutes of it today. You, I, I don't really want to spoil it for you, but mm-hmm. I watched it just this past weekend. Yep. Absolute jaw dropper. I watched one episode and then I came across, um, there's multiple episodes. There's two episodes. Each one's an hour long. It's not too crazy. Uh, you get through the whole thing, but I tell you what, I think they just went about it. They went at it, trying to explain to you what had happened and they let everybody put forth their best version of the story. But let me tell you, the person that catfished him is an absolute animal. I mean, the things that that person did to Manti. Can you imagine having someone that you think is your girlfriend, right? Yeah. I'll tell you this scenario. The guy that catfished him is a guy that's a girl now that's a guy. Okay. A guy then used a girl voice to pretend that that was his girlfriend. So the girlfriend gets in a wreck. But the person that catfished him that's really a guy acted like the girlfriend's cousin. Did you follow that? The cousin calls Manti Teo and tells him that she's in a car wreck. And Manti Teo needs to talk to her while she's in this coma state. And the crazy person just breathed into the phone for 30 days, basically. Acting like the cousin would be like, here, you can talk to her now. And Manti Teo thought he was helping her breathe because the cousin guy said, oh, man, this is the best she's really been breathing, um, you know, since the, the wreck and everything. I think you're really helping. He did that to her him for 30 days. What an absolute savage. I mean, and, and that's what's crazy about it is like when you really watch the documentary, they tried to make this person that catfished him kind of not look that terrible and i'm sitting there watching this thing with my wife and i'm like this person is a savage i mean took him through the ringer the day his grandma died he calls him as the cousin again and tells him that his girlfriend died the same day oh god that's why it was such a news story right exactly so this guy's world is just like train wreck and the, I just thought that they made that person look way too, they were working through some issues, trying to, you know, cross over to be a woman now. And it's all, a, no, 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 terrible, terrible person in that portion of their life. And they destroyed Manti Teo's psyche for sure. Yeah. And then the right. other piece of the whole thing, you'll Not see. Not to mention his reputation. Absolutely. People I mean, think that dude's a kook. Oh, yeah, and if you would, and and this was my next piece of it, wait till you get there and you listen to the Deadspin reporter guys. The Deadspin guys basically get in there and they're kind of like, we wanted to break the story first. You're listening to it from their perspective. I mean, let's be honest. They painted the guy out to be an absolute liar that made up this girlfriend, and that's not really at all what had happened. But they wanted to break the story fast, and the documentary or the the two-episode thing, it really just kind of took everyone's information to tell the story, but it didn't really sway any which way. Like it wasn't like a Manti Teo, you're the best. It wasn't, you know, the, the person that catfished him, you're the best, the dead spin, you know, side of thing. It just kind of told the story, which if that's what you wanted, that that's great. But to me, when you get done with that, all I was thinking is, holy moly, the catfisher is a savage. The dead spin yeah. people they're trying to act like they're so innocent, but the story they wrote was nothing 
there was nothing innocent about it. You basically painted him out to be, you know, someone that was trying to like win a Heisman trophy with a grandma that passed away and a dead girlfriend. I mean, it just absolutely nuts when you get down to it. And then they only talk about it for about two minutes. They mention, Oh, he probably lost out on a little bit of money. First of all, if you, (laughs) if you go midway in the second round compared to being in a top 10 pick, well, right. what's that? 40, 50 million dollar difference? Probably. Probably. Signing bonus. Yeah, something okay. like that. Yeah. Now you've got a guy that went to Notre Dame, very religious, upstanding person, didn't do anything bad. You cannot tell me that if he gets drafted in the top ten, that he's not going to be sponsored by Nike, Under Armour. He's going to get some kind of a deal. So basically right. this crazy person set him up to ruin all of his confidence, all of his psyche. He made the whole world look at this guy like he was you know, so did they just, interview the crazy person? Oh yeah. Yeah. It, well, it's a woman in the show. So they've transitioned to a woman now and they would go through and be like, Oh, you know, it was a, that was very, I'm not proud of what I did, but it makes me who I am today. And I'm like, how does this person not in jail? I mean, they literally no cost him probably a hundred million bucks. You know what I mean? It's in some aspects you could say they not ruined his life, but definitely not where it could be. I mean, that should be a crime. <laughs> Something. You know? I, it's, pre- yeah. it's pretty crazy to see when you see the whole picture of it. Um, who's the sports guy? I, I can't believe it. Believe I'm drawing a blank here. Blonde dude. Uh, Kirk Street. No, no, no. The guy that uh, doing all the sports talk right now that everybody's listening to, um, the punter. Oh, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Man, I listen to him like every other day. Great podcast. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. But he was sitting on there and I I was getting a kick out of this. What made me watch the second episode. He's like, everybody needs to get out and apologize to Manti Teo immediately. Because remember, they (laughs) they tried to make him look like he was not comfortable with his sexuality. Maybe he was gay. That's why he made up this girlfriend. They didn't want any locker room situations. Don't you remember? That's how it ended up being when he got drafted. That was the whole thing in the paper was, you know, is he straight? Is he not? Is it going to be a locker room problem? He's supposed to be a leader of your football team, and now no one even knows. He doesn't even know if he's got a girlfriend or not. You know, it it just it was painted out to be a miserable, miserable experience for that guy and i just can't believe i just that. gotta know one thing yeah why did he never go see her so it's hard to defend it really but yeah. imagine you are from hawaii you're yep. in you're at notre dame indiana yep uh the girlfriend's from california okay but the girlfriend is from his basically where he's from so they have the same cultural connections the person that catfished him, the guy, um, lived in Hawaii as well. So he made up a person that went to a high school in a local kind of area. So Manti Teo asked his friends if they knew this girl, and they all said they did. Oh, my god! So if it's that simple... And you, he said they tried to like FaceTime here and there and it never really worked. And even, you know, the, the person that catfished him was like, oh, you know, I used every excuse in the book not to actually make it work. Don't get me wrong. There's probably not any great excuses how you didn't actually see this person. But, you know, to talk hours and hours on the phone throughout the weeks and weeks and weeks. And the person was so crazy that they, it was a whole family. 
So get that. I'll give you. I'll give you one more craziness. You got to watch this. It's it's insane. You're blowing my mind right now. So the, I want to say in the deal, it kind of made it out to be like the next couple days after his grandmother had passed away. The crazy person gets on the phone with his parents, Manti Teo's parents, and is act, oh and is acting like different family members and stuff, like changing her voice to act like different family members. So they are talking to this distraught family for their daughter, cousin, whatever that just passed away. And it's all the same person. I mean, oh my gosh. You, you, you oh have, my gosh. You have to watch it. It's sick and twisted. Like I said, when I got done watching, I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, I don't really understand how they painted it out to be like it was such a everyone's even here. You know, this was a crazy situation. No, that person probably needs to be locked up. <laughs> right. Deadspin is not so innocent when they made him out to be like some made up girlfriend thing to make him win the Heisman trophy. It's just, it's kind of crazy. You know, like no one's innocent right. here. That Manti Teo guy, that fellow lost a bunch of money and probably needs a hug from a whole lot of people. Right. So in the two minutes that our five minutes that I watched tonight, I Google him. He is happily married now. It would appear. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so that's that's good at least. I'm kind of curious what this will do for him. You know, is it maybe it just gives him a little bit of peace of mind? I don't even know. I, I think he's a free agent as of right now, so I'm not he sure. Is. If he's, I looked that up too. Is he yeah. retired then, or he's like waiting to get picked up? He's not that old. I mean, he's thirty. I mean, that's. You know, you're getting towards the end of your professional career, but right. you still probably got a few years left, especially a linebacker. It's not like running back, you know. So, I was, yeah, I, I was know. thinking a team would pick him up just from like the experience, because you probably sell some tickets. I mean, that that's how right. shallow the game is anyway, right? You know, it's all about money. When I was younger and watching a lot of college football, Notre Dame with Manti Teo, he was the best player on their defense, and he was a freaking stud. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, but I remember it never a lot really of this. translated too well to the NFL, but well, still. and you'll see that in the second piece of the deal. He talked about playing for the Chargers and his legs and his arms or something were numb, like when he would step on the football field. Anxiety was through the roof. Everyone was making fun of him in the stands. He'd see, you know, things everywhere. And it took him a long time to be able to get over the hump of, you know, being the hero from Notre Dame, being the hero from high school, you know, to people not really in your corner, you know. I bet that was pretty difficult, though. You you go from being the top dog, high school, probably middle school, middle school, high school, Notre Dame, best player on Notre Dame's defense, and then all of a sudden nobody likes you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they think you're crazy. You got catfished, which is an MTV show that how could this happen to a superstar college football player? That's a tough pill to swallow. It's It's – it's a pretty tough thing for maybe even people to relate to. If you don't have, if you never played college athletics and know how much time it takes. See, I, I could see that being when you transition from high school to college and you're playing college sports, the idea that you still got that girlfriend back home. I mean, you did distant stuff for a long time. It, I don't really yeah. think it's that impossible. I mean, how often way back in the day were you FaceTime and Jen? Well, FaceTime wasn't a thing. Exactly. That's my point. I mean, he yeah. he's generally close to our age. 
So, right. you know, was was video calls and all those things as big of a thing as it is now? You know as well as I do that back in the day when you don't live in like downtown metropolitan areas, FaceTime never worked. Right. Never worked. Well, and you were Skyping, which was not easy to use either. And like you said, if you didn't have a good Wi-Fi connection, when I was a senior in college, my now wife was studying abroad in Europe. And it was like impossible to get a Skype call to work. Right. It, which would have been about the same time Manti Teo would have been a sophomore in college too. And then what would you so, what would you do? You try it three times, it doesn't work, so it's just not even an option. You you're not even trying it yeah. anymore. You know what I mean? Right. Your call. You're just you know what, we'll just talk on the phone. Yeah, we'll just talk we on the we phone. We don't have the video, we'll just talk on the phone. It is is what it is. So it probably right. a similar situation. And it wasn't blazing fast internet speeds at that time. So I'm not saying that maybe there couldn't have been more things done, but you got to think at a division one school, you got weights, you've got classes, you've got all the requirements, you've got the parties, you've got, I mean, it's not just that yeah. you've got a whole lifestyle that's moving fast, fast, fast. Should he have, you known? know, they're making them stay at hotels and everything else on game week so that they can make sure they know where they're at and that, they ain't going anywhere when they have an away game or a home game. So that's the problem. I, 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 I mean, I can kind of see it. Yeah. You know, I could see, and not to mention that literally the person that catfished him, he lives in a place that there's like n not a large Hawaiian culture at all. Right. And you're talking to someone that's all about everything that you like and love about your home. I mean, I don't know. I, I actually feel like it's pretty darn plausible. I don't remember having many strong opinions at the time. I thought it was kind of a crazy story. I never right. really thought the guy just made it up. I mean, what, what kind of 19-year-old, 20-year-old makes up this girlfriend story to pair with his grandmother dying? I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It right. seems a little far-fetched. Now, was it also kind of hard to swallow that uh, a guy of that stature got catfished? That's I think that's what the world had a problem with. But the Internet's just kind of mean. They just like to make fun of people if it's, if it's there to be made, yeah. you know? Overall, people still suck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's true. If you yeah. got an opportunity to make someone look like a, you know, a, a silly. I don't know. Yeah. You you have to go watch both of them, though, because we were literally watching them and I couldn't help but think I feel so bad for that guy. I mean, right. so but you couldn't just right. help but feel unbelievably depressed about the situation. Guy would, and I know life's not about money, you know, but a hundred million dollars is kind of a lot. Hundred, yeah. hundred million dollars could have went a long way for his family, his family's family, his kids to come. And that's generational wealth. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's in my opinion, it pretty much would be a lock. If you go in the first round with his reputation from what he had, dude, he, he would have had sponsorship deals immediately. Now, whether or not he performed in the NFL it does not matter if he would have went in there and took all the momentum of the Heisman trophy winner got in the top 10. And then that first summer season, I guarantee you think about Patrick Mahomes, how many commercials that guy's in. He right. was in commercials as soon as his cleats hit the field. Yes. I mean, no one even knew that he was going to be that great. There was potential. He obviously could throw the ball, but to have like nine different commercial spots week one, <laughs> I mean, come on. Right. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And, you know, you, you, you have, he's got all the history. Even Patrick Mahomes, he went to Texas Tech. Good, decent football school. It's not Notre Dame. You know what I mean? So yeah. you see a guy get drafted out of Notre Dame, goes to L.A., 
San Diego at the time for the Chargers. He, like you said, he would have been on every commercial possible. Would have signed a deal with Under Armour or Adidas or whoever was at Notre Dame because they don't have that many athletes anyway. So you got this guy the whole time. Shoot. Yeah, he's out a lot of money, but the catfisher is just out living their best life. I guess you know it helped me learn who I who I am. Poor shit. I mean, <laughs> dude, it, it it was it was kind of crazy to see that perspective though. Just didn't really feel like true remorse as they continue to talk. You're like, yeah, you don't. You can't back up your fake apology with it made me who I am today every time you say the same. So, you know, they can't be the same sentence every time. You can't always uh, finish it with, uh, but it made me who I am today.